you are listening to the Spiritual Warrior Coach with Barbara Sabin, the podcast for discovering how powerful your wisdom, compassion, and courage is. Get ready to join Barbara and her guests as they explore and offer you advice on how to reclaim your power, your energy, and your authentic self. And now, here's the host of the show, Barbara Sabin. Thank you for joining me today, and welcome to the Spiritual Warrior Coach Podcast. I am your host, Barbara Sabin, and I am here to help you reclaim your power, your energy, and your authentic self. I am a certified clinical medical hypnotherapist. I'm a Reiki master and teacher, energy healing specialist a life coach, and best-selling author of Gentle Energy Touch, the beginner's guide to hands-on healing. You know, I have been helping my clients for over 35 years. And the older I get, the more wisdom seems to come through. So isn't it time that you believe in yourself? You know, your mind is going to provide you with your greatest challenges in life because it's so very, very powerful. So let's use it for positive thinking, creating harmony, balance, peace, love, happiness, and anything else that your heart desires. Because one day, the world will tap you on your shoulder and say, this is your time to shine. And speaking about shining, I'm going to bring on my guest right now. Hi, Susie. How are you? (laughs) I'm good, Barbara. I love that introduction. I love, love, love that introduction. Because that's my theme for this year with my clients. Um, Positivity, right? It's all about if you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't. So I'm all about thinking positively. And uh, we're all about manifesting strength and the discipline to have what to do what we need to do. to get the results we want to see. So I loved that introduction. Well, thank you. (laughs) Before we start with our interview, let me tell my listeners a little bit about you. Uh, Susie Foreman, she is a physical therapist with over 35 years of experience working in orthopedics and sports medicine. And she is best known for dealing with clients with hip and knee osteoarthritis and has helped hundreds of patients decrease their pain and their need for medication while improving their strength and function. And along with her husband, Susie guides her clients in the Joint Pain Relief Program, and we're going to get to that, uh, a two-month online physical therapy and training, uh, personal training program. And when Susie's not working, she's out hiking and cycling. <laughs> so welcome, welcome. How are you today? <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'm I'm good. Thanks. It's freezing cold where I am, but uh, <laughs> uh, where where are you? Toronto. Oh yes, it is. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And it's minus seven. Feels like minus seventeen. Oh, well, I'm in California. It's supposed to be seventy six today. Uh, and sunny. So I, I hate to say that, but <laughs> jealous. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, so I, I, I guess I need to ask you first, I mean, what actually made you decide to become, you know, a physical therapist? Um, well, I've always been active um, my whole life. I, I grew up in the tropics, actually. I grew up in Jamaica um, and was a wild animal running around outside all the time, climbing trees. I did ballet, gymnastics, tennis, And um, in university, a friend in first year told me about physical therapy. 
And I actually applied to both physical therapy and pharmacy mm -hmm. and then chose physical therapy over pharmacy because of sports medicine. And because I at that time taught fitness classes, I, like I said, I played tennis, I did gymnastics, grew up doing ballet, swimming. So it, so it really appealed to me, the um, sports medicine side, the active side and physical therapy. So, so that's how I got into it. And I was, uh, I'm been in it 35 years now. So I was quite young when I went to school. I went to school at 17. Wow. And I was 21 when I finished. Wow, boy, yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so I, I, you must love doing what you do. I do. You I do a lot of people. I do. Um, I have to say, I, I do. Physical therapy is a, a phenomenal profession. And there are many different um, areas that physical therapists can work in. Although, as much as I love my profession, there is a very very narrow segment that I truly love mm -hmm. right and that is where I am now in orthopedics and sports uh generally acute orthopedics and sports and that is that is really the area of physiotherapy that I love that you love now yes. let me ask you um you know because there's all different different type of osteoarthritis osteopeno I mean so what what exactly is osteoarthritis okay so osteoarthritis um is they used to call it a wear and tear, okay, of the joint. They're getting away from calling it wear and tear of the joint because what was happening was some clients were fearful and so then they wouldn't do any activity and there's a happy medium. If you do nothing, you also degenerate, right? Mm -hmm. um, so uh, they're now starting to call it joint failure. So uh -huh. osteoarthritis is a mechanical failure. So similar to you've got brakes, um, in your car and you use them every day and you know they have the potential to fail right if you're not doing things to keep them as um, as <clears throat> functioning as well as they should right so same thing with our joints so um, it's if we use the old terms wearing down and if and if we're using the new terms they're calling it joint failure these days so it's very different from you mentioned osteopenia osteopenia is more the thinning of the bones so different from osteoarthritis, which is the wearing down of the cartilage, the surface of the bones. And also osteoarthritis is very different from rheumatoid arthritis. Oh. Okay, so rheumatoid arthritis is actually an autoimmune disease. And yes, there's wearing down of the cartilage and other issues in the joint, but rheumatoid arthritis can also affect organs and uh, the whole body systemically, whereas osteoarthritis really is mechanical and limited to the joints. Oh, wow. So, you know, it's because I had a hip replacement uh, about three and a half years ago. And because, um, uh, of course, it was um, wear and tear, but it was bone on bone. Right. So, and it was extremely painful, to be quite honest. Uh, it was hard to do anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. until I finally had the hip replacement. Well, see, ideally... <laughs> ideally this is this is had we caught you like 10 15 years ago but this program didn't exist mm. uh 10 15 years ago but had we caught you 10 15 years ago then ideally we might have been able to strengthen you up get you on the right road so you wouldn't have had to have that joint replacement and that's the whole purpose of this program and this is the first program in my 35 years that is meant for people as a preventative measure to catch them early, get them on the right road, 
so that they don't end up needing either hip or knee replacement surgery, depending on what's giving them trouble. Um, whereas prior to this, we only had post-surgery exercise classes. Right. Yeah, well, so this is a big deal. Wow. So like um, if someone, um, yeah, well, yeah, let's talk about your program first and then we can talk about some other things. So uh, if someone was to join your program, so uh, I guess what type of results can they uh, actually expect and, and uh, how long does it take to actually see results? Okay. Actually, you know what? It's funny that you asked me that because just before we went on, I thought, you know, I should just write down some stats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. <we go. laughs> because uh, there, there are actually stats that are kept. This program was started in Denmark. Okay. And um, it was developed by a physical therapist there doing her research with people with hip and knee osteoarthritis. And um, they kept, they developed a community program and they kept statistics because it drives medical policy. And then because it did so well in Denmark, it, it got exported to different countries. <clears throat> so um, in the last year, what they've seen is for uh, the majority of people, a mean 15 to 29% improvement in pain. So that's a lessening of pain. So I'm quoting you the stats now actually from the research. Right. Um, over 30% of individuals experienced a marked improvement in their activities of daily living and sports and recreation. And over 45% of people experienced a marked improvement in the quality of their lives. Now that is from, that's the statistics, okay, from the program. Um, I'm going to tell you, I've been doing it for the last year and a half, and I'm going to be telling you some of the results that my clients have gotten. So um, I have clients who've gotten a significant reduction in their pain. And when I say significant, I'm thinking of one patient who had a constant ache in her knee for years, just a dull ache, two out of 10. And by week four, week five, actually, I say week five, because a week four, she was kind of going, oh, I don't know. But by week five, she said, all of a sudden, it disappeared. Another client who had knee pain, again, usually around the four or five week mark, his night pain disappeared. Um, and again, someone with swelling, same kind of thing. I have someone who finished the program. She's a nurse and she hikes. And she used to, at the end of an hour hike, have like seven, eight out of 10 pain. Now she barely gets a two out of 10 pain on that same hike. So they are seeing, they're seeing less need for medication. They're seeing less pain, much more function and much more strength. The wow. program is two months. Okay. By the time they have clients do an initial assessment with me so I can get a baseline. Um, then they do a session with my husband, Andre, where they do a private session. So they go through the exercises and learn how to set up their program or sorry, learn how to set up their house. Um, and then they come into the class sessions. And um, the clients who do see the results are the clients who are consistent. Uh, the, the, the trick, the clue, show up. Show up for your classes, do it under our guidance, and I almost 100% guarantee that you are going to get results, right? Wow. Boy, yeah, I and usually around the four or five week mark is when patients are starting to say they're stronger, taking less medication, they're sleeping better at night. We now, see it consistently. Is this just for um, um, uh, hip and knee? Right now. There right is now. a pilot project with the back, oh. um, but I don't have access to that back program yet. So there may be back. I would love to see a shoulder. 
And believe it or not, I have a lot of specialty in the jaw. Oh. And that is very underserviced. Mm -hmm. But right now it's for clients with hip and knee osteoarthritis. So um, the program that you're teaching, is it just in person or can they? No, we do it via Zoom. It was oh. in person. Mm -hmm. It was in person prior to the pandemic. But once the pandemic hit, everything went online. And a lot of clients are really enjoying it online. They're enjoying the convenience, especially like today, minus seven, feeling like minus 17. They don't have to go outside, mm -hmm. right? So our program is 100% virtual and everything is done online. Wow. Boy, I wish I knew you a few years ago. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Because yeah. boy, it, it hurt. it's painful. Yep, it, it can be very painful. I, I have, I, I have quite a few clients and quite a few clients who are active, like really active. They want to hike, they want to ski, they want to play golf and tennis. And um, yeah, they, um, sometimes if they overdo it a little bit too much, like before I met them, some of them were not, they didn't know how to, to do things themselves. And so they'd flare themselves up. And yeah, I mean, I remember one patient before she started, she was like crying for days because she had gotten a cortisone shot. The uh, doctor said, yeah, you can play golf. And then she went and overdid it with three games of golf for the week and then an hour of cycling. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, sometimes I think I'm not treating injury. I'm treating personality. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. We, we do overdo it sometimes. <laughs> I'm guilty of that one too. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you're in such severe pain. You realize- yeah what did what did I do that made it worse <laughs> and then you think back you know what you did so right right <laughs> we all do know we may oh, not yes. be honest with ourselves at times but we all do know right yeah. and um it, it's not good I try and discourage my patients from doing stuff like that because aside from physically it hurts emotionally it sends clients into a tailspin yeah it, that it does it, it yeah. did with me also now yeah. do you also treat them like like say after my hip replacement, I, I went for physical therapy. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, is there like a, just a protocol uh, for say hip replacement or is it, it should be based on, I guess, the individual person. Right. So there is, I mean, depending on the, the procedure too, did you have a lateral hip replacement or an anterior approach? Right. Yeah. So um, the older fashioned lateral approach, there are some guidelines for hips where you can't sit with your hips flexed past 90 degrees, you can't cross your legs. The mm -hmm. anterior approach, not so much, but the muscles that need to be strengthened after are the same muscles that need to be strengthened before. The surgeons here in Toronto are encouraging patients to get as strong as possible and try and prevent surgery. If they do need surgery, they still want them to be as strong as possible going into surgery. And then of course, on the flip side, out of surgery, um, strengthening is important as well. So we have had some clients in our class after surgery. So um, getting back to the osteoarthritis, mm -hmm. how would somebody know, you know, whether, of course, I mean, some people have say pain in the hip or pain in the right. knee. How, how do you know that it, you know, other than going for an x-ray that it's bone on bone, or is it just, you know, uh, some type of arthritis? Okay. Okay. So good question. Um, now an x-ray, an x-ray is definitive. An x-ray will tell you if you've got arthritis. Now I want to be careful that people don't become 
um, victims of their imaging, right? Because someone can have on x-ray, a terrible x-ray, bone on bone, moderate to severe arthritis, but they may be functioning fine and not painful. So don't just rely on your image findings, rely on how you're functioning. Because I promise you here in um, Toronto, people who have bone on bone but are not having any symptoms, the surgeons will let you go about your life. They will not do any, um, oh. any surgery. It really comes down to how much pain are you having and how much dysfunction. I have a lady right now um, she's very slight. She walks like a maniac. She walks like two, two and a half hours. We only found out that she has moderate to severe osteoarthritis of her knee because she happened to fall and she tripped and bruised her knee. So they took an x-ray just to make sure nothing was broken. But that goes to show that you can have moderate to severe osteoarthritis and be walking two, two and a half hours daily. I mean, she's really a fanatic. She's one of the patients I have to rein in, right? But not have any discomfort. So wow. a lot depends on how strong you're keeping the muscles around the joint, how strong you're keeping the other muscles in the joints above and below, how strong you're in the core, and how strong everything works together in a coordinated fashion. So basically what, what you're saying is that people should uh, exercise and all of us stay in shape. All of us, right? Mm -hmm. um, myself included. Um, I, I, I tell my patients all the time, we all need to find out where we can start and then we get stronger from there. And I have some people who are quite deconditioned, but they can get stronger. They just start at a lower level. And I have some um, past athletes who are quite strong, but they can still get stronger. Mm -hmm. And that's what matters. It's the getting stronger from where you are that makes that difference. And I do my program two to three times a week on top of other things that I do. That you do. Now, what if, um, I, I know you mentioned the osteoarthritis, what if they have the other one? The osteo rheumatoid? Yeah. Yeah, so um, with rheumatoid, I, I, I actually personally don't have much experience with rheumatoid arthritis. I, as a student, worked at our uh, rheumatoid and arthritic hospital, but that is the extent of my experience with rheumatoid arthritis. So personally, um, I, I do have a webinar. If, if people see my ads on Facebook, um, they go to my webinar. I do make it very clear that it is not for people with rheumatoid arthritis. Right. If you've got osteoarthritis, if you've got a Baker cyst, if you've got a meniscal tear, then I'm for you. But if you've got rheumatoid arthritis, if somebody ends up, you know, even getting to speak to me, I will try and refer them on to a physical therapist who has that experience because it is slightly different. There is a there is a much more systemic inflammatory process going on mm -hmm. now i know you mentioned baker's a uh, baker cyst baker cyst yes yeah, what is a baker cyst <laughs> <laughs> i know a lot of people a lot of people get really frightened when they see that on the imaging report i have a baker cyst um nothing to get too alarmed about it is a finding okay um we all have an extra fold in the back of our knee oh okay. and a baker cyst occurs when that fold is filled with fluid Okay. Oh, and okay. it's not, it's, it's quite common in people with um, knee osteoarthritis. That's where you'll see it. That's where you see So it. when they come to me and say, but I have a Baker cyst, I don't have arthritis. Yeah, you do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you do. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, some people may only have meniscal tears, but usually we know the history. They're going to end up with osteoarthritis. 
Same with anybody who's got any kind of cruciate ligament tear, especially the anterior cruciate ligament okay. um, or any history of, we know, we know, we know the history, they are going to end up with arthritic knees. Oh, okay. So then in that case, then they probably would need a knee, a knee um, replacement? No, they need to get on the road before, long oh, before that, okay. right? Oh, okay. They need to get at, they need to get on the road. The whole goal is we're trying to prevent, because worldwide, right? Worldwide, the number of people that are going for hip and knee replacements is rising. Mm -hmm. And just like we have learned how to prevent heart attacks and teach people prevention, we've also learned how to prevent varicose veins and teach people prevention for venous insufficiency. Same thing is happening in the world of osteoarthritis. We are trying to catch clients early enough on that road that we can get them on the right track and slow the progression so that they don't need that joint replacement. That joint replacement. Yeah. Now, um, what if someone already has like say, the osteopenia? Osteopenia? Um, yeah. Okay. So osteopenia and osteoporosis are two different things, are different from osteoarthritis. Okay. So osteopenia is a thinning of the bone, a demineralization of the bone. Um, and osteoporosis is more severe, right? And osteoporosis puts you at risk for fracture. And there are many different causes. I mean, definitely postmenopausal women, hormones play a part. But um, I do know a nutritionist and he, it's a he, he had osteoporosis at age 31 because he had irritable bowel syndrome and he was not absorbing the nutrients from his food. And so at age 31 male, he was fragile. And uh, he has since overcome that and developed a program around that. So that is a whole different thing, a whole different thing um, from osteoarthritis. Mm -hmm. But there are programs out there and some very good programs for people with that. Because, yeah, it's, um, you know, I, I recently just found out for, for me mm -hmm. uh, that um, my uh, calcium was very high in my blood. Uh -huh. going to the bones. And so after going to specialists and uh, I ended up at UCLA and right. uh, they found that one of the parathyroids has to be removed. Okay. And that's something I would never have thought uh, that affects my bones. Oh, the thyroid and parathyroids. I mean, our bodies are really amazing at how much little intricate stuff goes on to keep us functioning normally. Right. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, the thyroids and parathyroids do a lot of work. Yes, they do. And it's all, especially with the calcium. And yeah, uh, yeah so I actually have to have it taken out uh, some uh, April 3rd, 14th. Um, right. But uh, I'm happy I found it now. And I'm saying to myself, wow, I wonder if that was the cause of maybe my hip. Um, it, it may have been. Mm -hmm. It may have been. Who knows? All right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that's a reasonable thought. Yeah, and it did cross my mind. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, hmm. So, you know, so um, I know you mentioned about, you know, nutrition. Uh, so what are some, uh, I, I guess, natural remedies uh, that people can take other than like, you know, Motrin or... Uh, I wouldn't call Motrin natural. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Well, I was on a lot of Motrin. <laughs> okay. okay, so... Don't quote me. I am not a naturopath. I am not a nutritionist. I'm just speaking as a lay person, mm -hmm. but having worked with my own naturopath and knowing naturopaths and working side by side with them professionally, 
When it comes to osteoarthritis, there are a couple of supplements um, that are out there that have been shown to reduce whole body inflammation. So if we're looking at whole body inflammation, we can look at turmeric yes. or curcumin, right? Or, you know, for me, just have a good old fashioned curry, right? <laughs> I'm a Thai curry, I have a West Indian curry, an East Indian curry, right? Um, but there's, so those are two supplements. The other one that I learned about through one of my patients through the naturopath I used to work with, Oswellia. Have you ever heard of that? Oh, yes, I have. Yeah. Yeah. I, that was new to me last year. Right. And so otherwise known as Indian frankincense mm -hmm. and the studies are showing some good, uh, good benefit from Boswellia for people with hip and knee. Um, I have a little bit of osteoarthritis in my, my foot, in my midfoot. And I was having a lot of stiffness and my naturopath put me on omega-3 fish oils for general body inflammation. Mm -hmm. I found those were helpful. If we're looking at rebuilding of the cartilage, there is glucosamine and chondroitin, mm -hmm. right? And I mean, years ago when that first came out, you know, a lot of the doctors were, eh, we don't have enough research. But now, now there are studies that show, you know, I think it's still a little bit of a mixed bag, but some clients really like it and find it beneficial. The, a lot, another new thing lately is a lot of people taking collagen or drinking bone broth, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I've are been. You, are you taking collagen or are you drinking bone broth? Uh, I'm taking collagen. Okay, yeah. I just I've just bought some bone broth. I'm dabbling with the bone broth. We'll see. It's a little we'll see. To swallow, but yeah, yeah. Hey, I kind of have it like a consomme appetizer before lunch. Yeah, okay. yeah. Sometimes you just gotta chug it down so <laughs> chug <And> suffer. <laughs> that's what i do with some of my you know green drink i mean it tastes oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. horrible and no matter what i do to it and, and i just say one two three we're down the hatch <laughs> right <good>. so, <laughs> yes do it yeah. yeah but i thought about the bone broth but yeah i've tasted it and it's a tough one so i figured maybe i'd mix it with something i don't know uh well, I've just, uh, I haven't opened it yet, but there's a Canadian company and they um, are advertising better flavor, easier to drink. So what they've done, for instance, in their chicken, they've put ginger and turmeric. Oh, okay. So that's right. In their, in their beef, I think they've got, uh, I don't even remember. Um, I'd have to go look at it, but in their beef, they've got, you know, some other spices mm -hmm. to kind of still give you the, the bone broth, right. but at least a little bit more palatable. Now right. I know some when my daughter gets like I, I when she has time she actually makes her own. Yeah, it's but, a, it, they, well, if you have a, if you have a crock pot, it's not yeah. so bad, mm -hmm. right? I know it takes her hours. Right, right, and that's the difference. I mean, somebody asked me the other day what's the difference between stock and bone broth, and I believe the difference is how long. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think a traditional stock you're only cooking for what four hours. Whereas I believe bone broth has to go down because they're trying to break down the tendons, the collagen, the bone, right? To, to get those um, essential things, mm -hmm. right? Takes a long but time. a crock pot, I believe, I, I understand. A crock pot does it well. Yeah, I, I know it takes uh, hours or maybe even overnight. I mean, I know yep. it's, a, it's a long process. Yep. And, and then she gives me some and I really try my best. <laughs> 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 all right what can i do here you know but um but i do take it though when she makes right. it 
because I don't want right. to waste it, you know, and I know right. it does me good. And she tells me, you need to drink it. You need to drink it. <laughs> so I, I listen, uh, but it's, yep. it's a tough one though, but um, yep. I do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, let me, let me, someone say, you know, that, um, so basically you just do hip and uh, hip and knee or do you also do shoulder? Or okay, so aside from this particular program that I'm talking mm -hmm. about, I mm -hmm. do have a virtual physical therapy practice. And oh, so okay. I will, if somebody wants to see me virtually via Zoom, I will see uh, people for any other from the jaw to the big toe. As I mentioned, I have a lot of specialty in the jaw as well. I have a lot of experience with feet, a lot of experience with shoulders. Shoulders and knees um, are very common joints that we see all day long 24 7 mm -hmm. for physical therapy all day long so a lot of experience with shoulders and knees so i do have a virtual practice aside from this special program for people with hip and knee and let me just um make something quite clear because a lot of people and even myself prior to the pandemic i a friend was encouraging me to go virtually and i'm like but physical mm -hmm. therapy is so hands-on you know yeah. how can i and um, then the pandemic happened and here in Toronto, everything was closed for three months. Yeah. So we had to see our patients uh, virtually and I was a little nervous about it and stuff, but you'd be surprised at how much we can see. My clients are always saying, you can see that? And it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I can see that. Mm -hmm. And honestly, in the end, if I have one thing to give any patient, it's going to come down to exercise. I do not believe in dependent treatment. I don't believe in, here's your machine to get you better. Um, you know, here's your heat, here's your ice. Th those are all nice, they help. But I believe in empowering the patient and giving them things that they can do for themselves to get themselves better. And for everything, even when I went to my own physiotherapist with my back giving me trouble three years ago, the very first thing she said to me was, well, you know, you're going to have to get strong. Oh, that was the very first thing she said to me. Mm -hmm. It will never leave my ears. <laughs> right. That's and powerful. she's powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she's one of our, our top in the country in Canada. And she teaches all of us and examines all of us. Right. And that was the, the very first words out of her mouth. And even though she's excellent manually, the very first thing was, well, you know, you're going to have to get strong. And that's right. work. You need to work yep. at it. Yeah. And so, so now I realize that, yes, there are a lot of clients that I may want to see and see, get my hands on them, especially if I'm going to do a needling technique. Obviously, I can't do that by Zoom. Mm -hmm. But for many things, and especially for like this program, hip and knee, um, it's, it's exercise. And what's good about the program is historically, and this again came out of the research in Denmark, we give patients our exercises, they go home and they do them. Some people are good for a couple of weeks and then they fall off the wagon, right? Some people are good for months, but then they're doing the same level of exercise four months down the line that they did day one and they haven't progressed them. So they're not seeing the results they can see. And for all these reasons, this was developed into a program. So right. now, now the program is uh, getting back to the program again. It's two months long, and yes. like, what is it? An hour each day, or no? It's not an hour each day. It's two months long, and it's only twice a week. And oh. again, research driven. Okay, years ago when I first started as a physio, um, we would give our clients 
exercises to do every day. Um, now, when it comes to mobility and stretching and flexibility, yes, we still give you every day. Maybe if it comes to basic core strengthening, I'll still give you every day. But when it comes to strengthening, right, and we're looking for really building muscle strength, once a week is not enough. Twice a week gives you maximum growth. Three times a week gives you a little bit more growth, but it's not statistically significant. And so again, everything about this program is evidence-based and that is why it is done twice a week. Twice a week. Yeah. And uh, sorry, and our muscles, um, actually, we, we have also learned so over the 35 years that I've been a physical therapist, our muscles are actually growing when we rest. They're not growing when we work them, they're growing when they recover. Interesting. So can, uh, once they have the program, do they, can they like, I guess, do it again, or they just need to do it the one time or? Oh, very good question. <laughs> right. <laughs> and when I took the course as an instructor, all of us, all of us asked, you know, said, well, what happens now? I mean, because we know that strengthening has to continue. Right. And uh, so what they did was the organization that trained us then um, decided to collaborate with another organization that trains fitness instructors and personal trainers. And they put in an extra chapter on osteoarthritis. So my husband, who is a personal trainer um, and coach, he teaches what we call our graduate classes. Okay. And so once people finish with the guidance of a physical therapist, they can move into a maintenance program. And I'm always overseeing, even though Andre's treating those graduate classes, if somebody say went and did something and tweaked their knee and Andre says, you know, Susie, just come back in and take a look at this person and see if we need to modify, whatever. So there's always both of us overseeing. overseeing. So the initial program is taught by me as a physical therapist and then the ongoing program by Andre as a personal trainer. Um, but I'm always there in the background if there is a problem or need to consult. Oh, okay. So it's ongoing. So how did, how did you guys meet? I'm just curious now. <laughs> On a hike. On a hike? Yes. Have you ever heard of Hash House Harriers? No, I don't think so. Okay. So let me tell you what Hash House <laughs> Harriers are about. Uh -huh. So this is a worldwide movement. You should look it up in California because I bet there's some hashes there. Ah. But um, it started in Malaysia. It was a group of expats who wanted to get to know the country they were working in. And they would meet at regular intervals, whether it was once a week or once every two weeks. And somebody would be responsible for setting an impromptu hike. And so they use, um, in Jamaica, so I met Andre in Jamaica, um, they use clumps of shredded paper. If you see a clump by the side of the road, you're on the trail. Keep going, you see another clump, you're still on the trail, you see another clump. Mm. If you come to a circle, right, you have a choice to make. If you go right and then you come to an X, you took the wrong choice, go back to the circle, go the other way. And so it was an impromptu hike. And then after it, it socialized over, you know, either just branch or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so that's how we met. We met on a hike. Interesting. And, and, yeah. and, and he, was he a physical, was he a, a trainer? At no, no. Oh. Andre wasn't a personal trainer at that time. Andre actually um, is a car freak not he was a navigator for rally car um rally car racing for years um and he worked in car sales and tire sales and stuff um but he um was quite heavy and got very fit 
right? Um, and he started walking and then he started to run and then he started to mountain bike and hike and he got very fit. And when I first met him, he was cycling like hills up and down and up and down and up and down. And um, I encouraged him to become a spin instructor. And then I was working with another personal trainer with my clients. This was when I was living back in Jamaica. And, um, but I wasn't getting any feedback. I would send my clients to this personal trainer, but never get any feedback on how they're doing. And um, finally, I just said to Andre, okay, you don't have this experience, but you live in the same house so I can see how my patients are doing mm -hmm. and make sure they're doing okay. And so he did the personal training certification and that's how he started. And so that's what, about 14, 15 years now. Wow. And so we have seen many clients together um, in both countries, Jamaica and Canada, um, over the years. And now with Zoom, we're all over. You're all, wow, what a beautiful story. Yeah. <laughs> See, people go hiking, you don't know who you're going to meet. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Uh -huh. It's better than the online dating. So, you know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. So he's been doing this for a long time. Uh, I mean, you've yes. been doing it for 35 years. He's been doing it for what, 14? Years? Almost 15. I think 15. it's, I think wow. it's about, it, it's not quite 15, 13, 14 around there. Yeah. It's a long time. So yeah. uh, do you work at a medical facility or? Um, in the, okay. So um, in the afternoons, I do work out of a, a physical therapy clinic okay. and Andre is now because again, um, in Toronto, we have been one of the most locked down places on this earth. I know. So the gyms in particular were locked down for a very long time. So he teaches out of one of our universities. He teaches classes there oh. and they have just called him back to work. When Andre is not doing personal training or teaching fitness, he also works for a company that organizes triathlons and road races. Oh, right. Nice. And so uh, the first year of the pandemic, there was no there were no events. Mm -hmm. And then last year, they managed to salvage some triathlons and some road races. And this year, they're looking forward to a, a, quite a full season because, you know, people are tired. They want things to do. We, we are. Yeah. I mean, here yeah. in California, it's been a little crazy, too. But uh, yeah. they, they actually just lifted the um, the mask mandate. But everybody's still wearing it. So, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but at least we're able to go back to her. I mean, I was out of work for over a, for about a year. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, we were only closed in the clinic for three months. Um, and we've been back in clinic with masks. Clients wear masks, we wear masks. Right. Um, and that's been fine. Mm -hmm. That's been fine. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, the gyms here took a big hit. Restaurants took a big hit. So so um, we're looking forward, well, we're looking forward to two things, the minus seven, the minus 17 going away, right? <laughs> I can imagine <laughs> right? that. Because uh -huh. the warmer the weather, the better, uh -huh. and to getting back outside. I mean, we will, we're going to go snowshoeing tomorrow. We will bundle up and get out and go, right? But, uh, but uh, yeah, things are opening up again, and Andre's looking forward to getting back to teaching classes. So now does he also do the online with you or yes, is that part of he your does well, no, not the, not at the beginning. Okay. When we first started, he would be in the classes with me. I would be teaching them because the program is to be taught by a physical therapist. And, uh, and then from there, um, that, and then clients would get to know him. And then when we had enough people who had graduated from the basic program, 
he would take them on into the graduate okay. classes. Okay. And so now he's actually got more people in the graduate classes because uh, we've been doing this for a year and a half. So he's got quite a few more people in the graduate classes because the main program is only two months, but the graduate classes can go on forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So when someone finishes your program, so then they go to see him then. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so think of it almost as a like a medical exercise gym. <laughs> that you know what? That's a godsend. Yeah. Because yeah. They, they they truly heal. Yeah. And it and it's it's helpful. And I think a lot of a lot of clients like the security mm-hmm. of, you know, if they go to a fitness class, they like the security of knowing that they're going to be guided the right way so as not to get injured. Right. right? Exactly. Um and, and again, sometimes, like I said, we have to treat personalities because there are some clients that um, we really do have to hold the reins on because they're doing too much. Mm-hmm. They're doing too much, right? So I don't like to stop. I don't like to stop people from doing what they enjoy, mm-hmm. but at the same time, they need to learn parameters. Yeah, not right? overdo it. Yeah, because we right. all do a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, and, and listening and listening to our bodies, right? Yes, that's the biggest thing. Trust me. Yeah, I know for a fact. I mean, as an energy healer, I listen to my body. Right. How I found my situation. Right. Listening to me. So, and it's important, you know, if we feel something, we need to check it out to see what it is. Yeah. Not be afraid because the more you're fearful, it could get worse. Yes. And and I think, and I, I don't think that ignoring a problem makes it go away either. So we do need to face them. Yeah. And facing okay. sometimes is challenging, but at least you yep. get done over and done with so you know (laughs) so now again what what is the name of of the program and and where can they find you and you know your website and sorry excuse me um okay so i'm gonna give you a couple um couple things so the name of the program is the joint pain relief program right um i advertise on facebook so they might see ads on facebook um, I'm about to advertise again to the States. Okay. I am also my virtual practice is at www.susieformanphysiotherapy.com. So in Canada, we're called physiotherapists in the States, physical therapists. Mm-hmm. Um, so www.susieformanphysiotherapy.com. And then there are advertisements on Facebook. If someone wants to book a free consultation call with me just to discuss their hip or knee or any problem, if they want to book a free consultation call with me, they can book that call at www. Sorry, at in the States, USA. Get joint pain relief. Mm. So that's USA, not www. USA. Right getjointpainrelief.com okay so let me did was that clear yeah. well, <laughs> I, I kind of gave you a bunch yeah do it again <laughs> so, okay yeah and i'm going to also put it in all the notes so i need all that information so that okay. everyone can click on it okay so, okay. okay so my website mm-hmm. If they want to book a free consultation call with me, people in the States, okay. Are, is it only people in the States that watch your program? 
No, actually, it's it's now international. Uh, uh, I'm in New Zealand. A lot of ca Canadians uh, have been watching my program. Uh, we're in Spain. We're in uh, United Kingdom. Um, we, yeah, when I looked, I, I saw it with, it's going international now. A, okay, a, excellent. The majority is United States, but it's, okay. it's international. So, so the, best, the best place to book that call would be to usa.getjointpainrelief.com. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, Facebook, you'll see ads. You'll see ads on Facebook. Um, not obviously not people in England or Australia, New Zealand, not yet. That's coming. coming. All right. Um, but certainly in Canada and the States, they will see um, Facebook ads. Wow. So your, your program is really helpful for those that really need help. Yeah, I'm, I am looking to to really I, I like um, I like this medium. All right. I really like this medium. Um, I like that we can hone down and really specialize in one area and with 35 years of experience, I, I feel I've seen a lot of people with hip and knee. And you know, if, if I look back on my career, I've helped many people. And I would, I would look back and tell you that 80% um, or more of my clients have been successful regardless of if it's hip knee or the jaw or the foot or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. And, and I think that's because I've also had the good fortune of working with great mentors. Mm -hmm. um, I've, I've worked with um, probably about three or four really good physiotherapists that I've learned a tremendous amount from and they have made me that much better. Well, yeah, it's, we always need to learn. Yep. So we can grow and help yep. others. I mean, yep. you know, when we're of service and helping others, it's, it's, a, beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. And I love it. I love it when my clients succeed. You know, it's so funny. It's so funny when a client comes in and says, well, I'm better. I'm like, well, isn't that what you want? <laughs> yes. And I, I mean, and I've had, I've had clients come into the clinic and I'm like, well, how are you? And they're like, I'm better. And I'm like, yeah, but that's why you're here. <laughs> and then, but then they probably still want to come because you're yeah. better. Yeah. yeah. And they don't want, they don't want to, you know, all of a sudden not go. Right. I have clients like that. They tell me, wow, they're, they're, they're great. And I, you know, and I tell them, well, good. See now th there you go. That's why, you know, you came to see me and they tell me, yeah, but I still need to see you, but, right. <laughs> but right. we have to figure out why then. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful feeling knowing that, you know, we have the ability to help others heal. Yeah. I, I, I mean, lots of patients over the years have asked me, you know, so do you like your profession? Like, yeah. I've been very lucky. Mm -hmm. I've been very lucky. Like I said, it's a small segment of physical therapy that is really suited to me. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm really lucky. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> and I'm lucky to have found you, believe me. <laughs> right. Well, I was very, very pleased when you approached me. I'm like, oh, yes, I will on your show. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> right. I know, because it's it's all about, yeah, I, of course, it's called the spiritual warrior coach, but it's all about getting into your power, you know, and right. thinking positive, like you said. Right. Um, it's right. so important because the mind can help us or not help us. Definitely. So definitely be careful what you think because your mind is listening. Yeah, boy, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> right? yes, it does. So yeah, we need to think positive and 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 know that whatever the situation is, you know, it it that too shall pass. 
Yes. And not to become a victim of whatever it may be. The universe is working in your favor. That's what I always tell everyone. Yep. Just Even listen. silver linings. COVID, <laughs> I didn't like what it did to, you know, to certain things, but uh, the silver lining has been, it has given me this huge opportunity um, for my profession and to, to, to evolve into a different type of service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, and, and a lot of us, you know, during COVID, you don't, you know, you're stressed. And then now all of a sudden we're home and we say, all right, now what am I going to do? But it, it was all about being home finally right. And, right. and seeing the importance of being together, you know, with your family and having that yeah. time to make a dinner, you know, right. or whatever it may have been. So yeah, it, it was a blessing in disguise. Yep. I feel, yep, yep, yep. but uh, Susie, Thank you so much for today. Barbara, thank you. I, I've really enjoyed it. And I mean, once we, we talked the other day and stuff, I'm like, oh, I really like this lady. I love your warmth. Thank you. Right. <laughs> and I'm not sure when I'm going to get back to LA. I used to have a very good friend living in LA, but then they moved to Colorado. Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm not sure if and when I'll ever get back to LA, but you never know. Just, I'll, I'll send you my, my cell and you have my email. So right. Please, right. You know, we need Do to you get ever together. get to Toronto. Uh, no, I've never been. No, oh, it's a nice city. Not now. <laughs> right? Between May uh-huh. and the end of October. That is my favorite time in Toronto. And it's a nice city. Especially when it gets a little warmer. Yeah. Yep. I mean, May- I'm from back East from Brooklyn. So I know the cold. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah not happy about it though <laughs> yeah yeah if you're from brooklyn you'll know mm-hmm. yeah i would say may to the end of october and september is particularly nice early september oh yeah okay. yeah oh well we'll stay in touch so that's okay <laughs> well Excellent. you know again thank you so much Susie, and um uh thank you for my listeners for listening and i hope that you heard <clears throat> excuse me what you needed to hear and uh please visit me at motivateyourlife.net And please subscribe to this YouTube channel, The Spiritual Warrior Coach. Uh, I'm not just on YouTube. I'm also on Spotify and Apple and iHeartRadio and everywhere. So, and please like and subscribe. And uh, maybe for those of you that are interested in learning uh, energy healing, uh, check out my book on Amazon, Gentle Energy Touch, The Beginner's Guide to Hands-On Healing. So, um, Thank you again for listening. Have a beautiful week filled with love and with light. Love, Barbara.